What's up, everybody? It's your host, Brooke Saborn, a.k.a. You Girl Middle Child Lives. And this week on Storytime Behind the Channel, I interviewed Curtis Love, a.k.a. C-Love. Curtis tells us all about how he got started in YouTube through his woodworking projects and what he plans to do with this channel. It is really interesting, and we even got an inside scoop story on when Curtis caught an alligator with his bare hands. <laughs> Too funny. All right, I'll let you hear it yourself. So without further ado, here's Curtis. Now I'm joined by Curtis Love, aka C Love. Hello, Curtis. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm uh, very glad to be here. Heck yeah, and I was so excited for this interview. And I don't want to get into that right now because we don't even know who you are yet. So can you tell our audience about you and your channel a little bit? Uh, yeah, so uh, I make simple woodworking projects and educational videos, um, DIY projects, and uh, I try to make myself uh, as available as I can to you know help with you know questions and other other things that people may need help with on, on their projects. So I obviously have so many questions about all of that, but I have a trivia game and it is all about wood. <laughs> okay, very good. Ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, I always start with an easy question, so I don't know if it's easy or not, but what is the hardest kind of wood in the world? I'm gonna say probably Kingwood, I know is up there and uh, maybe African ebony. No, but uh, the African ebony is a really good uh, guess because it is up there. But the answer is ironwood with a hardness ironwood. rating of 5060 IBF, which I don't know what that means. Maybe you do? I definitely don't uh, right off the top of my head. It's uh, something to do with uh, the like the hardness of the wood. Yeah, I I was like maybe he'll know, maybe not, but I don't. <laughs> okay, um, next question. Okay. <clears throat> what country is said to have the oldest evidence of adding a finish to preserve their woodwork? Wow, um, I, I I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> Egypt. Egypt. Okay, very good. Okay, next question is. Which company uses 1% of all commercial wood each year? Hmm. Wow. Uh, you're, you're really getting me. I'm, uh, I'm not prepared for this. I, Stumpers. I, yeah, you got me for sure. I don't know. <laughs> don't worry. Nobody ever gets these. <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah. the answer is Ikea. And they use 13.6 million cubic feet, or cubic meters, sorry, of material per year in wood. Okay. Wow. That's, that's a numbers. lot. Very, very crazy. All right. I feel like you might know this one. Okay. I think. What are the two components that every dovetail joint has? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah yeah you got me it's tails and pins tails and pins yeah that's right 
All right, that was every that was all my trivia questions. Okay. Unfortunately, Curtis, you scored zero points. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens like that. Fortunately, sometimes. those points aren't worth anything. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, sometimes you win some, you lose some. True that. But we're all winning today because we got you on the pod. So want to get into our interview? Very good. All right. So I originally found your channel because I was myself looking for a woodworking project and I found your floating bed, which I do plan to make. I have not made it yet, but I actually watched a lot of bed tutorials because like, I usually like to make my own things if I can. And yours is the best, I will say. So I'm like, I got to get this guy on the pod. So thank you for coming. Cool. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Um, that the, the Ford and bed frame has been crazy popular, uh, much more than I ever could have anticipated. Um, that started, I'd say, summer of 2019. I wanted to make a bed frame that didn't have any posts. Winding back just a little bit, when I was uh, when I was a little kid, uh, my mom kicked the bedpost the night before she had to start a new job. So she had to smash her foot into the shoe into her shoes and go to her, her new job, and that like you know, some kind of traumatized me some kind of way. So you know, some years later, uh, I I wanted to build something like a floating bed frame, and that summer I looked for tutorials myself on YouTube. And there just wasn't anything that was, you know, super easy to, to follow, like just normal person couldn't just go and do it. So I just took some videos on my iPhone and smashed it together and mailed it to YouTube. And, you know, now I'm, now I'm here on my, on my first ever podcast interview. And this is like, this is super cool. I, I'm just beside myself. Yeehaw. Okay, but can I ask about what happened to your mom? Did she break her foot on the bed or what? So she, like, it seems like she broke her pinky toe. If it wasn't broken, it was definitely, you know, dislocated. It was all kind of, you know, colored and just not cool. And then smash it into a shoe and have to go and start a brand new job on the next day and stuff. And, and that, like, <laughs> you know, understandably, that did things to me. So, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm glad. I, I'm glad that I've, I've offered some kind of option for a, you know, bed frame where people don't have to, people don't have to worry about that. You know, um, mm -hmm. at this point, I'd say hundreds, certain, certainly hundreds, maybe thousands of people around the world have replicated this style of, of floating bed frame, and you know, I'm. I'm I'm super happy that that none of those people are gonna break their toes on a, on a bedpost. That's that's really cool to me. Yeah, so true. And you added the light up feature, which I love, and I can't wait to do to ours because talk about not stubbing your toe. You can literally see where you're walking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Amazing yeah. feature. Ton tons of uh, tons of parents, uh, uh, dads and moms alike have have messaged me and told me, you know, hey, I'm going to build this for my daughter, my son, or, you know, my daughters. And um, some of them send pictures of their, of their, you know, finished product. And it's, it's, it's so cool uh, knowing that, you know, there's, 
there's lots of people out there uh, that are that are real real happy because of, of what they found on, on on that channel. Nice. So let's talk about uh, when you started your channel. When was that, and why? Um, that was uh, October of 2019. I, I think I think I posted my first video on the 10th. Had no idea what I was doing, and apparently, you know, I established or created my channel, you know, some years back in like 2009, uh, and you know, I didn't post my first video until 2019 or whatever. But I wanted to build a floating bed frame, and I I needed something. I needed something to do. Uh, I need I needed I needed to fill up my time. I have the ability to shoot videos on my iPhone. I can. I've got iMovie on there of course all the ios devices have 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 iMovie so um took the clip smashed them together in, in iMovie and and well, like i said no idea what i was doing and just posted, <laughs> it on, posted it on my youtube channel and we're gonna <clears throat> roll the dice and see what happens and it <laughs> it really took off Wow, that's crazy to hear that your first video took off like that. Usually people say it was like my hundredth video. I was really grinding for a long time. <laughs> I've, uh, nice. I've seen lots. I've seen lots of those stories, and you know, was, uh, I'm 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 very lucky and 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 blessed to, you know, be in the position that I that I'm in. Um, I, I I don't I don't know why, but it, it almost certainly had has to have come from God um this is this is a, a real blessing to 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 have happened to me um you know i'm just i'm as i'm as normal and and regular a person i, th I think you know american as as there is you know i, I go i go to, to my day job and i work you know almost 50 hours a week some saturdays and you know i i do I do things that normal people do. I just happen to YouTube also. I caught a blessing and, and, a, and a very, very rare stroke of luck. Nice. And maybe it's not luck because you have mentioned that you are super supportive of your subscribers. And if anybody reaches out, you're sure to get back. And I'm sure you've helped a lot of people with not only building beds, but people. He's got tons of projects on his channel, tons. <laughs> right, right. Including well, jewelry, so Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um yeah, I, I I do try to make myself uh very available. I don't always get get to reply to, you know, my messages and comments and stuff like that as quickly as I as I'd like to, but you know, if, if somebody's going to take the time to send me a message and, you know, ask for help or, you know, just tell me, "Hey man, you know, I really appreciate what you're doing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the time and, I'm, and, and reply back to them, you know, and like they're a person. I try very hard not to, you know, cookie cutter reply to anything. So what is you know, it like helping people remotely when they reach out to you? Are they having questions about like actual woodworking? Um, yeah, yeah, they do. Um, a lot of times they, they need help with like the dimensions on the floating bed frames. Um, obviously, that's if you look at the the videos on my channel, that's those are the most popular ones. 
the uh the queen size is my personal um that's that's why there's three videos for that and then i just built the uh the the king size and the full size just to show people how to do it and the king size is super popular so i built a headboard for that one too but you know sometimes they'll have you know questions about like standing uh techniques you know by and large it's it's the photo bed frames for, for right now i heard i also heard you mention in one of your videos that helping improve the mental health of your subscribers is a priority of your channel um so why is that so important to you oh man this is this is a really good one um i i never ever could have anticipated you know the the popularity of the, of the floating bed frames but when people started telling me you know curtis this is this is my first build that i've that i've completed myself or um you know i, I just needed something else to, to build um and and they mentioned mental health I, like I, I really had to take a step back and you know realize the impact that that, that this is having you know potentially on the on on the world as a whole i think if we had a, a lot more mentally stable people running around there'd be a whole lot less crazy stuff that's going on simply could not believe that this youtube would have this kind of impact on people no way i could have seen this and it and yeah it it absolutely is the priority now um because every single person that reaches out to me um i've, I've got the potential to, to help their mental health and, and that's that's really important yeah and building things can be so empowering and grounding to just start with materials and like how and have something at the end and like this is mine and i made it right yeah I remember the first time i built something with wood and it was like i showed it off i was so proud and it looking back on it i'm like that thing was terrible but it was my first time it was right. amazing it's uh, absolutely it's uh it's definitely therapeutic um you there's there's a lot of benefit um the the sense of accomplishment uh, with building something like this is, uh, you know, like with building something like the, the floating bed frames is, is awesome. How long have you been building things with wood or in general? Okay. So this started when I was in my early twenties, um, back in Manhattan, Kansas, um, shout out to ECPC. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, worked with, uh, a group of very strangely unique individuals, uh, that were very, very talented carpenters. And I set the forms for concrete. And that was, you know, one of the things that our, uh, that our crew did and just watching and looking at and seeing some of these decks and other things that, uh, these, these carpenters that I work with built was just mind blowing. And, you know, I kind of thought to myself, like, you know, I'd like to be able to build something like that someday. And so some years later, I just, like I said, I, the, 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 the YouTube just started by chance. I, I, I wanted to build a floating bed frame and couldn't find something and took the, the knowledge that I had from, you know, back in Manhattan and did the best I could with it and just kind of started building stuff again you actually sent me your i think it's your newest video about your deck the deck build and how you redid it 
the video that I asked you to send, send me. And first of all, before I even get into it, I just want to say that that video is so subtly hilarious. Like, <laughs> awesome. it's, it just cracked me up every time when you would just have like this serious voice and you're telling the instructions and then you're subtly sliding these jokes in like as if it never happened and then you're moving on. <laughs> so right. funny. Right. Uh, but I thought of that video because uh, when you tore out the original deck that was there to build an even better one and one that was like painted correctly and stuff, was that original one built by you during that time when you got back into like with the floating bed frame and decided to get your YouTube channel going? Was that around that time or was it older? Um, so that was March of 2011 is when, is when I built that. Um, I had just moved back to Houston to my brother's house and um, there was nothing there at the time and he wanted a deck out there. So I just you know, put put something together. As I mentioned in that video, um, um, real quick, I'm super proud of that video. I spend about three hours per on-screen minute of, of like, when you watch a minute of, of video on screen, I spent about three hours editing that. This, this video came out super, super good, the deck video did. So I built the original one back in 2011. As I mentioned in the video, I was like, you know, terribly inexperienced. I hadn't built a deck before so you can see in there um you know anybody who has an idea can see see the the inexperience but later on in the video once you see the uh the, the correct spacing of the joists and stuff um it's it's pretty obvious that you know i uh didn't do the best job the first time but i think that's i think that's part of what makes my you you know my channel uh, unique is that you know I mess up and you know I'm, I'll put it in there and you know let people let people know you know I'm not I'm not I'm not perfect you know I'm, I'm I mess up just just like everybody else and you know I got to figure things out and and wing it and you know it's it's nice to have a resource that you can contact for some help on stuff like that. So true and props to you, but yeah, you could definitely see the difference in the new deck but hey you got over 10 years of good use out of the other one so it couldn't exactly. have been that bad <laughs> exactly that's what i tell that's what i told all my carpenter friends you know hey before you see this video you just you just need to know we got a lot of years out of this deck so it's it, it was worth it regardless mm -hmm. so true and i like how you kept uh referring to the build as your new investment or like the viewers new investment like you're investing time and, and money and energy into this so keep it safe do it right because it's true it is an investment whether you do it yeah. yourself or not yeah absolutely it, you know things things these days are, are are expensive and you're gonna think about it before you spend you know several hundred or you know thousand something dollars on material yeah of course you want to you want to make sure that that you've done your research and you know what you're getting yourself into and you can handle the project and you, you want it to last of course mm -hmm. so i had a really big curiosity of if you have any interesting stories about 
people trying to build some of your projects and them reaching out to you with like some weird uh, <laughs> questions about it. Anything out of pocket? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say there's there's one one request that that sticks out uh, in particular. I ended up uh, I ended up flying to uh, well I landed in San Diego California and then took a car ride from there and uh, built a floating bed frame for this person and I've got a video for that build on, on my channel already I don't know that the request is uh, is appropriate for the show but it was definitely one of a kind um, I have seen. <laughs> I have seen. Tell us. <laughs> I, I I probably shouldn't. I wanna I wanna keep this. Uh, this okay. This needs, be, needs to be safe for everybody. Um, I have seen That's some. Fair. I have seen some very very unique, you know, modifications. Uh, people with carpentry experience already will build, you know, like different modified uh, headboards and drawers in the in, in the the storage below uh put different finishes um you know different lights uh and incorporate you know outlets and stuff like super super cool stuff if you want to spend the time and, and and effort to do that you know i try to keep i try to keep my projects you know a little more on the beaten path so that so as to not run off you know too, too many people you know when it starts getting too cumbersome people are people are just going to navigate away because they don't want to they don't want to spend that much time and effort on it so true because if they need the diy they probably aren't super experienced themselves exactly. <laughs> or at least that's where i'm coming from <laughs> exactly yeah they're uh if they're having home depot cut the cut the wood for them then yeah, they're probably not installing outlets and electrical stuff. <laughs> True. Okay, so this you mentioned to me off camera before our interview, but you were working on translating your videos to Spanish. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so my very, very great friend, Leo, uh, he's the translator and... I just kind of had the idea one day. Let's let's see if we can reach a, a larger like Latin American audience. So we started translating uh, videos from the main channel and posting on a on a second channel, and uh, that's Seawave One in Espanol right now. We've only posted one video on there. It's the king size foot and bed frame, but you know it's that was. 200 and something days ago right now but you know people are subscribing to the channel people are still watching it and and i get comments in spanish i use the the translator app and you know reply reply to them contact leo make sure that i'm you know repri replying appropriate appropriately and uh <laughs> yeah so it's 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 cool I, I talk to people from all over the world and i love it wow that's got to be hard because you don't speak spanish yourself huh I I actually do um, not not oh. fluently yeah not not oh, okay. not super super fluently um, but you know I can I can have 
I can have short bursts of, uh, of conversation. I took Spanish for two and a half years in high school and didn't know that I learned anything. Um, and you know, just as the years have, have gone on, I've just, you know, try to speak more and more and, you know, pick, pick it up. And, um, I, I, I can speak, speak it, you know, somewhat well, but you know, we owe, we owe Dominican and, um, his, his delivery is, is awesome. So, um, yeah, he's, he's the better man for the job in this case. That is super cool. And it's like. Shoot, should I do that? <laughs> I don't think I could keep up. I'm joshing, but that is really cool. Props. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I want to ask a little bit about your process. So how are you deciding on these projects? Because you did mention in a video that you're like, I'm just making random projects, really. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next video. So how do you even get to the point where you're like, okay, this is what I'm building? Okay, so this is a really good question. Pretty much, I just post, you know, whatever seems like it's it's gonna be good. You know, whatever I'm feeling at that time. I've got a running list of, of stuff that I would like to post at, at some point. I've got a shorter list of things that I would like to post sooner rather than later. You know, like one of the things that I've realized is is regardless of how much time I, I spend on, on uh, you know, editing the videos, there there's lots of other creators out there um that are that that are you know creating better things than me creating better videos than me and and you know i just i realize and accept that that not every single one of my videos is going to be a banger you know i'm gonna i'm gonna spend the effort and try to make it funny use try to yeah try to make the the, the video funny useful educational i want the viewer to get uh, some kind of value out of it, some kind of way. I don't even want to build this thing, but oh, I'm going to look at it anyways. And then they ended up laughing pretty hard three times. Like, okay, well, that was a win. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I, I really have like, I mean, I've, I've got, I've got some idea, but I really have no idea what the next video is going to be most of the time. <laughs> uh, too funny. Do you have like a suggestion box or anything that you have? I'll ask viewers uh, to, you know, suggest projects in the comments um, down below sometimes. I tell, you know, friends and people that I know, hey, if, if you see something that you think would be good, send, send it to me, a picture, a wink, uh, something like that. Um, I'm always looking for, for new projects, new ideas, new stuff to build, even though I'm building like five things at once right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm always I'm always open to ideas and, and suggestions. You want to see what I'm building right now? I do. It's not very cool, but I'm building a bunch of these little guys. This there's this is a wooden frame, and this okay. is a bunch of layers of towels, and it's a sound absorber. Because as you can see behind me, I have a bunch of like stuff hanging, which is really annoying. <laughs> right. So I'm building yeah. a bunch of these to hang on the walls so I don't have to do that anymore. So okay. this is okay. what's coming before the bed frame project. <laughs> okay. So uh, if I can make a recommendation, um, like based on the way sound waves travel, I think like a like an eggshell crate type of type of thing, uh, like the insulation or whatever, would be 
like better for um, noise dissipation and absorption than having flat, you know, surfaces because the, the the noise will just bounce off and, and bounce back. Oh. But if you, if you have the eggshell type of stuff over here, the noise you know travels into the valleys and then as it's, as it's bouncing back out, it will get caught in the the peaks. So check check that out. Oh. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Uh, Good to know. Thank you. Something or another for uh, sound absorption. Telling you it'll be better. Okay. I will look that. I'll look into that. Okay. Nice. Oh, I didn't know any of that. <laughs> Good thing uh, I've already made two. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right. That's what we're here for. We're uh, iron sharpened iron. We, we want each other to be smarter. I know that you already mentioned about shooting on your iPhone, editing in um, iMovie on your iPhone. Uh, but is there anything is there anything else about your process that you want to mention? Like, I know you do your own camera work by setting it up most of the time, right? Correct. Yeah. So I I so. do pretty much everything myself. Um, I've since upgraded to a MacBook Pro and that and i and i use iMovie on that and that's what i edit now and use and that's what i edit oh, using nice. so um i still still capture right now i'm still on the uh, iphone xs max um the iphone 10 you know 10 and a half or big one whatever it is uh but i, I <laughs> capture who even that. knows anymore I don't even know. Um, so I've got uh, I've got an iPad Pro that my brother gave to me some time back, and occasionally I'll set that up. Um, I set that up for the for the deck video, and uh, I, I showed in there. You know, even even with my video capture, I'm I, I've got a, a DIY style. You know, I had the little offcuts or or whatever sitting on top of the gutter, and the iPad's way up here and moving it. And stuff. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, cap capture on on iPhone, AirDrop to the to the MacBook, put it in a folder, drop it in iMovie, and start running with it. <laughs> I know that life well with setting the camera up. That is also what I do. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, we've got tons of tripods. Same, and they're all being used to hold up my bed sheets right now to <laughs> create this dome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're gonna have your safety sheet. Too funny. So, what is the wildest thing that you've ever done for YouTube? I don't. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to say built a built several. Uh, well, you know what? I'm not, let me let me let me not even lie. The wildest thing that I've done for YouTube is I caught an alligator, a wild alligator with my bare hands. <laughs> oh my gosh, can you tell us the story? What, like what even prompted you? And just give us the whole thing. Uh, I actually have seen this video, but the, the listeners may not have. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you haven't seen the video, um, <laughs> check it out if you want to. Don't 
don't do what I did. Um, somebody, uh, one of my coworkers, one of my coworkers pointed it out to me. Uh, you don't snag a, a wild alligator out of the pond and then turn your back to uh, turn your back to the to the water. Uh, that that part probably wasn't very smart. I have because of a mama. Uh, potentially, yes. Um, I, Oof. I, I don't know. This is we 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 know this area pretty well. The 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 little the little pond is like it's not big at all. I wasn't really worried about that, but I mean it's big enough for an enormous alligator to be in there. So you know, again, don't don't do that. I have I have no idea what possessed me to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I did that. You know just just needed something to do it's it's not something I'll, I'll be doing again that thing was uh i think that thing was about 44 inches long and it was uh every bit of 100 times more powerful than than i thought it would be um that oh that my gosh <laughs> absolutely is an apex predator for for uh for a reason that it, it was just it was it was absolutely stunning how powerful that thing was so I'll, again i'll encourage you don't go snagging wild alligators out of out of like anywhere don't don't ever do that don't do it <laughs> listen to curtis and actually so i am wildly afraid of alligators growing up in florida i had a lot of my uncle liked to fake that he was getting attacked a lot and i think that kind of scarred me so i am super afraid of alligators so i noticed right away when you turned your back i was like oh, oh what's gonna happen next <laughs> right right yeah so i didn't grow up around alligators and yeah it just seemed like a good idea to catch one and you know play with yeah. it for a little bit and you know, set him loose and i actually i, like I saw him again yeah, so I saw I saw it again last night. Uh, went went down to the pond. He's he or she. It's it's still swimming around in there. And I bet it gave you a good hiss. <laughs> uh, that it could be interpreted that way. Yes. <laughs> uh, too funny. Okay, thank you so much for so much of your time. I just have a few more questions for you before I let you go. I first want to ask, do you have any advice that you want to leave us with today? I guess for aspiring YouTubers, a, a couple people have reached out to me recently, you know, asking where my success comes from. I'd say just, you, you gotta be yourself, show some personality, be genuine. You gotta, you gotta set yourself apart some kind of way. Um, I know that there's lots, lots and lots of better woodworkers and, and you know, more talented and they've got teams of people working for them or, or whatever you know more generally if, if, if you want to be successful uh, you, you just got to be you know genuine and, and 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 honest and have faith in god and 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 trust that that he'll he'll take care of you and do the right thing for you thank you for that so before we go, do you want to promote anything other than your YouTube channel? You know, like I said, this is my my first first podcast interview. This is super cool, and and I haven't spun off any like you know businesses or anything like that. Um, so no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Thank you.
thunder rolls. Holy crap. We just started recording and the thunder is still going. It's 12 seconds already. It's still going. Well, 21 seconds. Still going. It's still going. Oh my gosh, we are at 30 seconds. It ended. It's gotta just be far off thunder. That was like a 30 second thunder roll. Anyway. That was wild. So the end of that episode got cut short due to technical difficulties, so I did not get to get the chance to say goodbye. But thank you, Curtis, so much for joining us. And thank you, audience, for listening. It was a pleasure. I am now joined by my co-host, a.k.a. the love of my life, a.k.a. this silly goof right next to me, Logan Riley. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Shout out to Blue Collar YouTube for... Saving us all a few dollars and keeping us all sane on our home projects. True that. Speaking of which, do you want to let everybody know what you did? Not really. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so Brooke talked this whole episode about building the floating bed frame that Curtis has made in his videos and that has made Curtis popular. And which is how I found him for the pod. And funny the enough. first thing I really heard about, the first time I really heard about it, that she wanted to do it was in when I was listening to the podcast for the first time. And no, I, I told you about it. You told me that you wanted to build a bed frame one time, but that was it. All you did was mention that you wanted to build one. I told you not to buy one because I was going to build one. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I bought a bed frame. And now after watching Curtis's video on building this floating bed frame, I have huge regrets and we might return it. Wait a second. Why did we you say, yeah, okay, like that? <laughs> you didn't think I was going to do it? Well, I didn't think you had the skills, to be honest. I worry about you using power tools like circular saws and First stuff. First of all, he's literally capping right now. He does not worry about me using power tools. That's not true. Yeah, I don't. You don't. I know that's not true. <laughs> I have a fat life insurance policy on Brooke, so I'm not too concerned at all. <laughs> wow. So. But she also did, she has a little bit of building experience you know she built some sweet benches for the van when we lived in it and i've built other things but that was yeah i that actually was have built a bed frame before really yeah i and and it's on one and of my his YouTube floating videos. bed frame he lays it all out like we yeah. can do it you know i agree the blueprints are all there it's pretty simple and Shout like out he to said curtis. hundreds to easy. thousands of people have that bed now thanks to him how many children do you think curtis is responsible for <laughs> testing out the new bed frame turns reproductive <laughs> you think curtis has like you know there are like a dozen kids out there maybe that have been conceived on curtis's bed frame it's gotta be true now that you mention it well, there you go, Curtis. You're really changing the world. So yep. One of those kids could shape up to be a real good person. <laughs> <laughs>
No, we're the, not making fun though. Seriously. The 62nd president of the United States was conceived on a Curtis Love bed frame. Loading bed frame. So true. And was raised so well because he had two parents that never stubbed their toes on the edge of bed frames. So they could always attend soccer games and they never cursed in the house. And so they grew up in more loving households. I'm, I'm going to add to this fantasy. Ah, oh, dang it. I don't even know. <laughs> and and when their dog, you know, started to get old and, you know, when they hide, it wasn't able to hide from them because it couldn't get under the bed. <laughs> so it fell to rest in its dog house. Where they intended it to be. That's a little dark. I know. We were really I didn't a do good a good time. job. <laughs> we were having a good time and you went straight to the dog dying. Look, I racked my brain. Uh, all I can think of is Pippin going under our bed, which I do not like. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, dog doesn't get to go under the bed. What would a dog go under the bed for? To die. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> None of that three-day dead smelly dog under exactly. your bed Exactly. Exactly. Huh, I haven't seen Roscoe this week. I wonder where he's at. And why does your room smell like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the end of that story. <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs> the scale that wood is measured on is the Janka scale. And it's measured in this funny way where they, it's basically how much, how many pounds of force does it take to press a steel ball that is 0.444 inches in diameter completely into a board? That's, that's the scale. Oh. And. Pretty standard. Yeah. It's, it's a. And I I assume they use a machine to do this? Right. They use like a hydraulic press. Okay. So there are woods at the bottom of the scale that are like cottonwood, poplar, cedar, you know, like some pines, like soft pines are at the bottom and they're at like, you know, three, four or 500 pounds of force on the scale to press that ball into the wood. And then things like Brazilian walnut, which is Ipe, which is what they use for like docks down here in Charleston. Okay. Ipe is a super popular wood to use for docks because saltwater wreaks, salt wreaks havoc. Mm-hmm. And you have to have something that's super dense so that it doesn't soak up the wood or soak up the water and the salt. I wonder um, if petrified wood is on the scale. Does that it, count? Well, petrified wood isn't really wood anymore. It's like wood that's it? turned Metal? stone. Oh. <laughs> it's closer to stone than it is wood That's once fair. it's petrified. Hmm. But that eBay is like almost 3,700 pounds of force. <clears throat> Pretty hard. Yeah. It's like seven times as hard as pine. Pretty hard wood. <laughs> it's like hard enough to the point that like, you know, most woods you can take your fingernail and like scratch it or like. Yeah. Like you can't do that with eBay. Oh. Really? I'll have to try next time I'm at the dock. Next time you're at the dock, give it a shot. That stuff is really solid. I will. When I asked my question about what the wildest thing that you've done for YouTube is, 
I had it in my notes to fish for the alligator story if he did not mention it himself. <laughs> and he even tried to get away with it, too. Did you hear that? Where he was like, oh, I built... All right, I won't lie. <laughs> I was like, there it is. We had a couple, there two, three beers one night, and I caught an alligator with my hands. Yeah, I definitely would never, ever attempt that. If I see an alligator, I will look at it from a distance, but stay I would absolutely safe. attempt that. Please don't. I don't want to have an amputee. For, well, You've okay. I, it's not that sharks. I hate amputees. I want to reframe that. You've I just don't want you to be one. I would consider the sharks more dangerous than the alligator. Not me. And I'm an ecologist, so I would know. Why not? Um. Well, because there are a lot more fatalities per year from alligators, and alligators want to kill you. And sharks don't. So that four, that, that's where I'm coming that from. That three and a half foot alligator doesn't want to kill anybody. It wants to get away. Okay, well, I'm not talking about just handling them on purpose or anything, but like in general, I think that alligators are way more dangerous. I know you. If you're handling either of them, they're going to be dangerous. <laughs> I wouldn't do either. I, I mean, I'm with you. Well, I would handle a shark. I would swim with a shark before I swam with an alligator. Right. They are much more easy. Sharks are so easily predictable. They have right. very, they, the body language is very clear. You know, like when sharks, sharks are usually just fish that swim around. Right. With and then they have they, like, they're predators, they have they're like fish. crazy modes they get into. Right. You know, like Bruce from Finding Nemo. It was an exaggeration, but not that crazy an exaggeration, you know, like mm -hmm. you see, I mean. If, you, if you've ever snorkeled, you've seen sharks just swimming around, not eating the fish that they swim past. Right. They just... And the fish aren't that scared of the yeah. shark either until that shark gets all... That's true pretty... for alligators as well. Yeah, but alligators make me nervous, man. Reptiles yeah, right. are way more unpredictable. Shifty. Yeah, shifty. They'll hide from you and stalk you and... You know. And they're really good at hiding and they're really fast when they want to get you. Yeah. They know how to do it. So yeah, shark, uh, alligators over sharks on that. But that's that was my. Did I convince you? No. Oh, I, I mean, was like, dang. I, I, I'm understanding <laughs> where you're coming from on alligators are scarier than sharks, and like out in the wild, you'd be more worried about being in the water with an alligator than mm -hmm. being in the water with a shark. I'm with you on that, I would still, at some point in my life. I could see myself grabbing a hold of a four-foot alligator going for a ride. Oh, my God. Wow. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> but shout out to Curtis because he's done it. <laughs> but they are like, so I. And he I, also heeded great warning about did you, not doing what he did, well, but okay. And, yeah, because. There's power in those little, under those scales. Man. You're like, just, I've, I'm literally rolling my eyes well, I'm in, only, infinitely I'm right just, now. Okay, I'm just imagining <laughs> holding like a three foot shark, you know, like a three or four foot shark and they just are so much stronger than you think they're going to be. They're so much stronger. Like fish are floppy, you know, but sharks, you can feel power. 
So and, add a foot and make it an alligator and it's fine for you? I'm confused. Well, to I'm not saying it's fine, of... but I would, <laughs> like, I feel like on land. I can feel myself getting annoyed. <laughs> on land. I feel like I could get the leverage over the alligator to be okay. If the alligator was, I'm not jumping in I... the water after it. I'm jumping on it on the shoreline, on land where I can use my larger body. Do it then. Ain't nobody stopping you. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'm not stopping you. That's for sure. Go right ahead. I mean, I just, I hear what he's saying about his warning and that's, you know, his duty to warn the people and say, don't try this at home, but fucking go for it. Do it. Okay. So that was everything that we had for the episode today. (laughs) Thank you, Curtis, again. Thank you, audience, again. Logan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pretend none of this happened. (laughs) I love you. I love you too. Okay, let's go. All right. Bye. Bye.